Hello everyone, this is Jay Dobbins on the Marvel DC Multiverse, and welcome to episode 298, and I'll be doing a review on Black Widow, starring Scarlett Johansson, of course. So, spoiler alert, if you have not seen Black Widow, I strongly recommend that you do not listen to this episode. You've been warned. So, um, movie takes place um, after the events of Captain America Civil War. So, there's a flashback at the beginning of the movie in 1995, where super soldier Alexei Shostakov and Black Widow Melina Vostokov, Russian undercover agents, pose as a family in Ohio with their surrogate daughters Natasha Romanoff and Yelena Belova. After finishing their mission to steal S.H.I.E.L.D. intel, uh, they escaped Cuba and rendezvous with their boss, General Drakov, um, who has Romanoff and uh, Belova taken to the Red Room for training. Years pass, during which uh, Shostakov is in prison in Russia, while Romanov uh, defects to S.H.I.E.L.D. after bombing uh, Drake Hall's uh, Budapest office, apparently killing him and his young daughter, Antonia. In 2016, Romanov is a fugitive for violating the uh, Sokovia Accords. Uh, she escapes from... U.S. Secretary of State Thaddeus Ross and flees uh, to a safe house in Norway supplied by Rick Manson. Meanwhile, um, Belova kills a rogue former Black Widow but comes in contact with a synthetic gas that neutralizes the Red Room's chemical mind control agent. Belova sends antidote vials to Romanoff um, hoping she will send the Avengers to free um, the other widows. When Romanoff unknowingly drives off with the vials, Taskmaster attacks her, uh, sinking them. Romanoff manages to escape Taskmaster and realizes that they come they, they came from Belova. The two reunite in uh, Budapest. Romanoff learns uh, Drakov is alive and the Red Room is still active. Shortly after, um, Black Widow attacks them. Romanoff and Belova evade them and Taskmaster before meeting uh, Mason, who supplies them with a helicopter. Romanoff and Belova um, break Shostakov out of prison to learn... Uh, Drake Hall's location. He tells him to speak uh, with uh, Vostokov, who lives on a farmhouse outside St. Petersburg, where she develops a chemical uh, mind control process used on the windows, of course. So, yeah, she developed that, obviously. So, but yeah, there, um, at, at the farm, Belova reveals that while they were not a real family, she believed they were so. Afterward, 
Vosikov admits she sent uh, their location uh, to Drakov. His agents arrive and take them to the Red Room and Ariel Ariel's facility, of course. So, Vostokov and uh, Romanov use face mask technology to switch places before being captured, allowing Vostokov to free Shostakov and Belova from their restraints. Meanwhile, Romanov confronts uh, Drakov, who sees through her disguise. Romanov learns Taskmaster is Antonia, who suffered uh, damage um, severe enough that Drakov had to put a chip uh, in her head. This made her the perfect soldier, capable of mimicking the actions of anyone uh, she sees. Romanov attempts to kill Drakov, but fails to harm him due to a pheromone lock installed in every widow. Drakov um, reveals that he controls widows worldwide via desk console. Romanov initially breaks um, her nose. Um, severing a nerve in her uh, nozzle passage to um, negate uh, the pheromone, then uh, sorry, and then attacks Drakov. Uh, Shostakov battles Taskmaster um, while Vesikov takes out. One of, one of the facility's engines and Belova searches for the widows who have been sent to protect Drakov. Together, Drakov, sorry, together, Shostakov and Vostokov lock Taskmaster in a cell. So, um, Drakov escapes as the widows attack uh, Romanov, but. Belova creates an antidote bomb that releases uh, the widows from mind control. Romanov uh, gets into the uh, control desk and copies the location of the other widows worldwide as the facility begins to explode and fall. So um, Romanov retrieves the two surviving. Uh, vials of the antidote and freeze Taskmaster from the locked cell. Vostokov uh, and Shostakov escape via a plane while Belova takes out um, Drakov's aircraft, killing him. In freefall, Romanov gives Belova a parachute before battling Taskmaster. After and after landing, Romanov uses one. Um, antidote vial on Taskmaster, freeing her from servitude. The free widows arrive at, you know, arrive as, sorry, the free widows arrive as Belova, Vostokov, and Shostakov um, say goodbye to Romanov. She gives Belova the last antidote vial and 
the portable drive, telling her to find and uh, free um, the other still uh, mind-controlled widows. As uh, they leave with um, Antonia, Romanoff awaits Ross and his uh, men, who uh, have arrived to apprehend her. Two weeks later, a now blonde Romanoff reunites with Mason, who supplies her with a Quinjet, of course. She leaves, intending to free the imprisoned Avengers. In a post-credit scene, um, set after Romanoff's death, um, Bolokov, sorry, Bolova encounters uh, Valentina uh, Allegra de uh, Fontaine at uh, Romanoff's grave. De Fontaine assigns Clinton Barton, whom she claims uh, is responsible for Romanoff's death, as Belova's next target. So, that's pretty much it. I'm going to be honest with you, the writing was okay. Um, honestly, the fight sequences were okay. Some of them were good, you know, but not all of them were. Um, I'm going to say the movie was okay. I'll give it a 7.9 out of 10, honestly. Um, the movie did not exceed expectations like I thought it would. Um, I st- you know, but I still wanted to see it to support, to support Scarlett Johansson. Since this was her last and final, you know, since this was her final, um, Marvel film. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, the movie was not worth the wait. Um, special effects were good. Um, I like how, you know, Task. I like how he did Taskmaster, but I didn't think that Taskmaster would be a female, to be honest with you. Um... But yeah, uh, not really much I should can say about it besides the fact that this movie should have been done before Captain Marvel. But for some reason, they wanted Captain Marvel to be the first. But Black Widow was there first, so therefore she should have had, you know, her movie done first. But instead, they drag it out because they wanted Brie Larson to make to be the one to make history but when Scarlett Johansson could have been the one to make history to, to be the first movie to you know Black Widow could have been the first movie to star a female lead you know but Marvel Studios wanted to do their own thing I guess but you know it's whatever they had something else in mind but anyway um yeah so yeah this movie was long overdue and wasn't really worth the wait it was okay. I'm not sure if I would watch this movie a second time, honestly, but, um, but yeah, so, unfortunately, she passed, you know, in, in the movie, um, Black Widow's dead, so, I hate to say that, but, um, yeah, so, as far as, you know, not that many original Avengers left, except for, um, Hawkeye, um, Captain America, he's retired, but yeah, I would say Hawkeye and, 
Bruce Banner, well, yeah, Hawkeye, Hulk, and Thor are the only ones left, so, um, but yeah, so, not really much else left to say, I mean, but I'm gonna be honest with you, they could have done better as far as choreography goes, so, but that's pretty much it. Alright, um, oh, and by the way, I, li I do like how they brought in Red Guardian, so, that was pretty cool. Um, oh, and before I forget, the movie made $343.6 million in the box office worldwide with a production budget of $200 million. so obviously they got their production budget money back, so there you go. But um, that concludes this uh, review. Um, we are available on iTunes, Google Play Music app, Spotify, and of course YouTube. Oh, and, pretty, and feel free to like us on Facebook as well.